You're now tuned in to the One Shot Podcast, hosted by Vincent and Johnny. This show contains movie spoilers, R-rated content, and Hollywood's hottest takes on movies old and new. Listen at your own risk. Welcome back to the One Shot Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Vincent. And I'm Johnny. Welcome back to the show. I'm really excited to talk about this movie. It's an interesting movie. We're doing Win It All today, and we have a special guest with us. Introduce yourself. I'm Gianna, and I... I guess I met Vinny through work. Yes. In the HVAC industry. She is also friends with Jason and Justin, who uh, were on our Vanilla Sky episode. Yeah, go check that out. That was a really, really great episode. It really was. It had some really great insight on that film and the two of them going back and forth, uh, one loving it, one hating it. And uh, it's just a really fun episode. Also, I'm going to put this out here. Justin has been banned from the show <laughs> <laughs> due to the events of the Vanilla Sky episode. Yeah. <laughs> if he if he if he ever picks a movie that I watch that is good, maybe he re- he'll redeem himself to come back on the show. But okay. as of right now, he's he's out. He's banished. <laughs> yeah. From the show. So on the show, we break down movies and we rate them on three different scales: acting, plot, and overall. So we're doing win it all today. This is a Netflix original movie. It's an interesting film. Very. I didn't. I liked the story. It was just how it was produced and. I, I don't know. It just wasn't what I expected it to be. Yeah, I think kind of it left me wanting more, but in a bad way. The way it was directed, I don't know if it was the best, yeah. but it wasn't terrible. No, uh, I'll say that so. it wasn't horrible. But, but at the same great. time, it wasn't like the best kind of movie I've seen in a while. And I and I understand, mm-hmm. you know, this movie came out March eleventh, twenty seventeen. It's it's a bit of an older movie. What is that? Six years ago? Something like Holy that. Shit. Yeah, I know. That's, that's crazy. God. Older <laughs> Vanilla Sky was what, 19... Wasn't that 2001? 2001. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't born. I was. Yeah? Yeah. I was 2000. Oh, uh, yeah. You're so. a 2000 baby. Yeah. I forgot about that. So, yeah. But this movie, it's like I said, it's interesting. Yeah. It had so much potential. It really did. But I felt like it kind of left me wanting a lot more. Um, and I think that's in part of the budget. Yeah. But we're going to talk about that later. Obviously, if I'm mentioning me wanting more in a budget, it means that it's a small budget. So we're going to talk about that later in, in this episode. But When It All was a comedy movie, um, and the runtime was an hour and 28 minutes long. I would put this, it, it says it's a comedy, but I also would put it as a rom-com. Yeah. And kind of that's why we're doing this today. We're doing this one today because Valentine's just passed, so we decided to do a, a kind of rom-com movie. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, like we said, this is an hour and 28 minutes long, and it was released March 11, 2017, right to Netflix. So there isn't too much information on the financials of it because Netflix likes to keep that under lock and key. So there's not a ton to talk about for this film, but... um, It's crazy how secretive Netflix can be with their their stats. Yeah, I know. unless, Unless it's literally, like, the biggest movie that they have ever released, their stats are hidden. Yeah. Like, they are hidden there's not much you gotta like go onto the dark web to get them it feels like and i wasn't gonna do that last night um wasn't really feeling (laughs) that so uh yeah so this obviously this movie has a plot um do you want to read that for us most movies have a plot they do yeah this one has a three-act plot yes it does i like that yeah Um, so with that she should read the plot so the plot do i have to read it or can i just recite it from memory you can do it from memory yeah go for it (laughs) Um, so essentially, we're following Eddie. Does he have a last name? Eddie Garrett. Yes, I believe. Yeah, Eddie Garrett. He is a huge loser. He's a gambler, and essentially, he's asked to watch a bag of money for a certain amount of time. And if he does watch the money, he gets ten thousand dollars for this guy whose name's Michael. And the guy Michael's going to prison. So after that, he'll get the ten thousand dollars. The issue is that Eddie is such a gambler. He can't stay away from this bag of money. So he bets the money. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away. Is that enough of the plot? Well, yeah, he, he yeah. loses the money and he, yeah. has to, he has to figure it out from there. Yes. Yeah. And along the way, we've got some romance. We've got some romance. <laughs> <laughs> I, liked, I liked the romance aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I really did. Um, and those two kind of just like... They clicked. They worked. Yeah, exactly. They they I mean, obviously it's going to happen because that's well, what... Yeah. But I think I think they also just had kind of a natural kind of chemistry to the characters. Yeah, it felt and, real. It right. felt like natural. Yeah. Um, um, honestly, almost like uh, Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruise in in Vanilla Sky. The, they felt natural, and I understand Jason's tidbit with them 
actually hooking up after that is true. Vanilla Sky, but I, I thought it was genuine, and it seemed very good, like very well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. What do we think of the plot? Is the actual story itself? Did we like it? Was there things that were maybe missing or stuff that we wanted to see more of? I mean, I loved this movie. I won't get into my rating just yet, but mm-hmm. I so I originally saw this movie when it came out in 2017 because I was a big Jake Johnson fan, love New Girl, and I hadn't seen him in oh anything. My. That's that's him over there. Yeah, that's okay. me. I love him. Yeah, so I hadn't seen him in anything, like no movies yet. I don't mm-hmm. think he was really in much. So when I had first come across this, I was like, I gotta see it, and I just loved it. Like it was, it might be my Vanilla Sky. Oh, okay. If okay. If we're, but I, but it's funny because I feel like I've met more people who have really liked this movie. But to the plot, I didn't think there were any holes in it. I think rewatching it, I watched it again last night, and I felt that I think while I was watching, I was like, this just feels like real. Like I feel like I'm watching somebody's life, and it felt like maybe the hole could be how much time was happening between point A to point B from like the first act to the third. Um, maybe it felt a little rushed, but aside from that, I thought it was good pacing and it just made sense. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the plot itself I liked. I don't know. I, I don't know if I liked how it was put together. The execution of it all? Yeah. Yeah. But I did like the plot itself. You know, he meets a girl, he kind of straightens himself up because, you know, with a lot of people, that's how it happens. Yeah. You meet somebody and you, you like, you know, you get you out straight, of your rut. Right. You straighten yourself up because you want to provide and you want to be there for these people. Yeah. And and I like how Jake Johnson did that. I like how he kind of switched gears. Yeah. And I, mean, I know he could do that because yeah. I've seen seen some of his work before. And for me, even in the story, you can kind of tell towards the end of the movie, spoiler warning, kind of. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, it's been out for almost six years. So you say spoilers in the intro, just. Yeah. No. So at the end of the movie, He's calling Eva to, like, tell her, like, sorry, like, I can't come to this dinner. And then he hears Emma, her daughter, pick up the phone Mm -hmm. and saying how excited she is to meet him. And then he's like, shit, I got to put it all in. And so he goes back in to gamble that money, and then eventually he wins the the big pot of $100,000. Right. So um, I think that's his, like— the second time he flips, because obviously we see him flip in the beginning of the right. film. Once he meets her, he's like, I got to get my shit together. Like, I just lost X amount of money, which I, I think, think it was, was like 21000 something. And, yeah. and change. So he loses that money. He's like, I got to get my life together. So he gets yeah. the job with his brother. Is it his actual brother or like his sister's husband? Yeah, no, uh, it's his brother. Husband? No, it's his, okay. it's his That's brother. what I thought. Okay. Um, because Chip. They, the guy Chip chips. Dad, right? that, that, yeah, it yeah. was their dad. That's what I thought. But yeah, we kind of see him flip the script multiple times, and I really enjoyed that aspect of it um, because that feels a little bit more real. Like you right. said, um, when you meet somebody, you your life changes a little bit, and yeah. you want to feel um, more responsible. And he even says that, like, yeah, like it's good to be an adult, to have a job, to have a paycheck, and right. to have somebody to go to. Um, he mentioned when he's that. talking to his brother, right? Yeah, he's like when they're I think they're out to lunch or something like that. Yeah, or bowling. I think yeah. it was after the bowling scene. Something like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of moments in this film which I really enjoyed. Yeah, Although there were, there were a lot that were very, like, cute and heartwarming and, and feel-good moments. Yeah. But then there were some where it was like, all right, this is, you know, a little boring, a little, you know, mm-hmm. just wasn't it at most times. Yeah. For me, um, I had a couple notes that I just had to write down. They didn't really go in any section within our script that you guys always know we have. Yeah. Um, but a couple notes before we like really dive into certain sections of the of the show. For me, um, the ending of this film kind of killed it for me. I just didn't enjoy it. I wish we would have seen a scene um, at the end where we see um, Eddie give Mike the money back and at least some sort of interaction between the two of them. But it kind of cuts it just short, right. and then we get this like mid credit scene where we see somebody talking to um, Mike and saying, like, you're 40 or $400 over your uh, 50000 And I feel like it just wasn't enough for the end of the film, to be honest. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like this movie was so stressful. I was so stressed out watching oh, yeah. it. Because, like, in my mind, we're all, I, not just me, I feel like everybody was like, like don't dude, touch the, the bag. F- yeah. yeah. Don't go spend it all. Right, and I think, that, like, to that, I think the the point is if you've ever, if you know anybody who's an addict or mm-hmm. if you've, like, been addicted to something, it's just, like, it's not it's not so much Eddie's character 
against like gambling. It's like it's in his head. It's not you know right. the whole the whole issue is like he's struggling against himself, right? It's his mind. You could even see that I think in the first that first scene where he um, he leaves the money. He's like, I'm not going to touch it. And then like all night he's just <laughs> sitting there, right. and you can see it in his head. The wheels yeah. are turning. He's like, Oh, but I know it's there, and like I need to. I just need to and, gamble with this. And he yeah. even sits the bag down, and he goes, yeah. Don't do it. Don't do mm. it. Don't do it. Well, before Don't he does do that, he zips a little bit of it yeah, and, and like pokes his finger around it. And he goes, no, no, no. Oh, and no. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> and, then, and then he's, he's taking out the money. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. Just stacking up cash after, like. And then that, <laughs> the shirt, I think it was, and the. No, uh, the um, rope he pulled out. He was like, ew, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's a the hammer, and then obviously it's. He, Mike said it, told him not to open the bag, yeah. and there's yeah. clearly some incriminating items in that bag. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I especially I feel like this movie it just made me feel like it's really real because everybody has those conflicts inside themselves, like mm-hmm. do this or don't do this, yeah. right? And it's hard not to, especially if you're an addict of whatever it is. It could be video games, it could be binging movies or yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. Um, and I feel like that was really executed really well. Yeah. Because it showed both sides of it, and I really appreciated that. Yeah, and so. it was really good how Jake Johnson did both sides of that. Yeah, and I feel you like know. that's a testament to the writing. Yeah. Um, although it wasn't perfect, certain things, they really hit the nail on the head. Yeah. So. What did you think about the pacing? The pacing, like I said, I wanted to see more. Um, I thought it was very slow in the beginning. It was slow very, in the beginning, slow. and then all of a sudden it kind of just, like, speeds up really fast. Yeah. And I think but, when he... Finally gets the job with his brother. That's when it all kind of starts. Well, that was a six-week turnaround. Yeah. That, okay, like, so little montage. They said, because when he's talking to his brother at the end of the film, asking him for the money early, right. he said that you've only been here for six weeks, not six months. Right. Oh, right. So I'm thinking, like, how did we get six weeks? Then I kind of wanted to see a little bit more. Right. Um, like I said, this movie is only an hour and 28 minutes long. I felt like there could have been even 10 more minutes of footage throughout like another couple minutes of of that, and another couple minutes at the end of the film, seeing some interaction with Mike giving him this money back, and maybe even a couple more scenes of him and Eva just connecting with each other. That's kind of what I was hoping was we would get more um, of him and and Eva together, and and yeah. Eddie even going to see or going to meet the daughter. Yeah, like we only which see I the thought little I thought that would have been great, and probably well, that was at the end of the film that you didn't. Watch. Okay, I, I didn't get to watch the ending. Um, yeah, but that was at the very end when he did he does meet her. But I I was thinking the same thing during the rewatch that I would have liked to see a little bit more of him interacting with Eva. But then I was like, well, maybe that's kind of part of it is he it's not about her, you know. At the end of the day, it's like really just about Eddie getting past this addiction. Yeah, right. So did they really have to go that far into his relationship with her? It's a, it's a, it's a, like, it's good to have this kind of insight because yeah. like you're thinking that and that's awesome. But I'm thinking like, I want more. Like yeah. I wanted to see a little bit more at the end and it just wasn't there. Um, but like, like you said, you loved it and you thought it was perfect how it was, mm-hmm. but that's, that's totally okay. That's why it's great to have different uh, interpretations opinions. and yeah. yeah, opinions. So I really love that. Um, so let's hop right into the script. Let's see what we have here. Um, there's not really many main cast members of this film. We only really had four. Um, just because there's a lot of supporting cast and, like, Eddie's friends that they didn't have big parts in, so we didn't feel like it was super necessary to Yeah, his to friends were them. just kind of, like, there. Like, you know? they were in, like, yeah. the first scene when he first met Ava, or Eva, and then... Um, the bowling in- scene... Oh, yeah, bowling. when they all went out, yes. And then also, like, one more scene uh, towards the end when he got the phone call from Mike, and Mike was like, oh, I'm yeah. getting out early. And he's like, <laughs> They're I don't all know what to do. And then one dude's, like, one dude's like, you can fake your death. We can go to Canada yeah. and hang out there. That was actually. It's all cocaine. Yeah, I yeah. know. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> that was done really well. I yeah. like that. Um, like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like they were super. Um, no, I don't want to say memorable because really they, they were a memorable. Huge cast, though. It wasn't, but that's yeah. again because of the short, right. the short budget or the small budget of this film. But from what they had, it seems like they did a, a pretty good job. Yeah. But it was clear that they needed 
a guy, like the guy to lead this film, and then everyone else you can kind of just throw in here. Right. Because everybody else except for um, Keegan-Michael Key, I didn't really know. And um, Joe Lo, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy, Ron. Truglio. Yeah, Truglio. Yeah, I didn't. I you knew didn't know him. that? No, I did know oh, him. Oh, okay. I just didn't know um, the woman who played. Uh, yeah, so, she's the only one I didn't know. So interesting about that. That chick, she is a Mexican actress. And when they had originally, when they were trying to cast this film, she, or they were trying to find a girl to play Eva and um, the studio or whatever, they kept like giving these American women to play this Mexican woman. Right. Um, so they ended up finding her, I forget how, but she, this is her first American movie and she's improving in it. So it was. Yeah, I mean, once you so that's cool. That's really get a little cool. bit more yeah. back, background about like the improv and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the actors that they chose. I think it's like you're saying. There's only like four essential characters, but like those were they held it. You know, like they yeah. carried the yeah. movie, right? Definitely. So I mean, while we're on the topic of her, um, you said she's only been in like one or two American things, and the other American thing was uh, the TV show Easy. Um, and there's also somebody else from the same exact cast that was in that with her. Um, and I believe that was, uh, Jolo, uh, Druglio, um, if I'm correct. Um, but she was also in, um, probably nothing that we honestly know, to be honest. I think telenovelas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was in a I watch those on my free time. Yeah. 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 Of course. Uh, she was in Miss Bala, uh, The House for Flowers, uh, that's a 32-episode TV series, and then there was a, a movie that came out the next year, and then it was Easy, which is the TV, sh- the TV series, which was, I think, like 16 or 17 episodes, something like that. Mm-hmm. So That's also directed by, I think, and written by uh, Joe Swanberg. Swanberg. Yeah. yeah, that's why there's a connection with other cast members yeah. of right. this. So, which actually is a good show. Did you guys ever watch that? Which I one? haven't. Easy. No. It's pretty. It's pretty good. But I think it's a, it's a, like the same beat of of um, this like it kind of feels like real life. It's like mm-hmm. there's nothing crazy going on. It's just like this day to day following somebody's like normal struggles. I guess that everybody has. Yeah. Right. Um, similar to Drinking Buddies. That's like a, that's another one of his films. It's like yeah. really similar. So I don't know if I'm jumping the gun on. A little bit, but it's okay. It's okay. Sorry. No, it's all good. That's fine. Um, so, Drinking Buddies, that was a great film. Never um, seen it. And in that is our guy, Jake Johnson. Is that the one on Hulu that I see all I think the time? it is on Hulu. I see yeah. it all the time, but I, I don't know. I'm just not, like, that I'm interested surprised, in it. I'm surprised that you like you like that movie more than Win It All, or you're kind of the same, like, they're both. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. This one just didn't really do it for me. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. It wasn't. A great movie, but it wasn't I, terrible. I think yeah. to like, me, I'd watch it again. I, I, I would. I, I think for me, this this movie, be it was because of the like the style that they tried to shoot the movie in. I think took me out of it mm-hmm. because it was very grainy at times. It was very you know, it was it, it was a 2017 movie, but they tried to shoot it like it was back in you know the early 2000s, early 2000s or even you know the 90s. I could say, um, like, like, you know, like we have here, there's, there are some aspects of it that they tried to do, which were, you know, it kind of, it kind of took me out of it and it kind of maybe lose, maybe made me lose a little bit of interest. Uh, yeah. That's fair. I, I was confused about that too, but I want to talk about that more when we get to cinematography because there's a reason behind all right. that. And that like, I found. He, like, like there's one thing, like he's using a flip phone and it's 2017 like he, well, is I, that's it just based, because I know, but is it supposed to be based in a different time? I it's would assume to be current. So. Yeah, I don't. Think that's it would my be thing. Like, that's that's fair, but I I think it has to have taken place earlier. Right. Um, that, that's what I'm there's saying. There's just nobody who uses the flip phone, especially right. in 2017. Um, but uh, yeah, Jake Johnson. Um, he's probably one of my top five favorite actors. Uh, he's just he's really great, and I fell in love with him in New Girl. And he was in 146 episodes of that, and that series is that is, the entire series, or did he? I, I never watched New Girl, so yeah, no, I never actually finished New Girl. I refused to watch it. the last season. It's not worth it. Uh, yeah. it's like one of those things you should have stopped at season six. Yeah, just just like the Flash, but season nine yeah. aired yesterday <laughs> with the new. We're camera. going for it. 
Yeah, uh, but New Girl, I fell in love with that show. My girlfriend and I watched it in the early years of our relationship, um, and it was it's just so fun and humorous, and all the characters in that show were just fantastic, and I think Jake Johnson kind of holds that together. Um, he's just he's really great, and I fell in love with him in that show. And he is very funny. I have to admit, he's yeah super funny, and uh, he kind of he's I want to say he's typecasted now, especially because he plays these like kind of dumb, lazy characters in a lot of things, and Potheads. something just like that uh, is Into the Spider Verse, where he yeah. played yeah. Peter B. Parker, and he played the exact same kind of guy that he played in New Girl and in this movie, except the gambler. He wasn't a gambler in Into the Spider-Verse. And then even in Tag, he's like a stoner, pothead, lazy fuck. I'm trying to think. He's also in, um, uh, is it the Jurassic World? Yes, he was. I know that. He's in Jurassic World. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I I didn't care for those movies. The original one. Doesn't he get, uh, doesn't he die? No. No? I thought he died in Jurassic World. I don't think so. I don't know. I, I don't, don't think I ever saw it. I, I saw, I, that's the one good. with Chris Pratt. And, yeah, Chris um, Pratt. Yeah, and, but he's uh, also, like, in that, he's not, he's, like, the, a similar character in that same vein of, like. Right. Just, like, a goof, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, he, I think he was, yeah, he was some, yeah. Okay, I think I remember his character a bit. Okay. I do. Uh, But, yeah, Into the Spider-Verse is probably one of my top five favorite movies of all time. And Jake Johnson just makes it so much better because he's such a fun character in that two top fives in one episode damn that's crazy it's yeah but it that just shows how much i, I really love jake johnson and what he's done on film and on the, you think the he's you think he's showing up uh what in the next in, in across the spider-verse i don't know to be honest with you i think that would be fun but i don't know if it would make sense i think it would Maybe like a small like couple maybe, minute maybe, cameo. Maybe if yeah, exactly a couple minute cameo. Maybe or not like, even cameo, just a smaller role. But like maybe showing that you know he made it work with MJ. You know maybe because we see at the end of you know the first one he goes back. He's uh, mm-hmm. he said, "How do I know I'm not going to mess it up?" And just a leap of just faith. a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. But I think I think if we see like a couple minutes, maybe even just like five minutes of him yeah. having it work with MJ, or even maybe having a kid. You know, Who knows? yeah. I think that would be be really cool. cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, But I would love to see him come back as Peter B. Parker, though. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, or even just in live action. I was gonna say a live action Jake Johnson Peter Parker would. Well, well, he said so awesome. He said he was doing an interview and he said, "Now, if somebody else played Peter B. Parker, how upset would you be?" He'd be like, "I would be so pissed off because, like, that's my character. I don't think anybody could play Peter B. Parker in." live action besides me he's like i hold like a very strong sentiment to that character i agree and you know he fits it perfectly too like, yeah like physically he has the belly that yeah. he's like he he's attached to it yeah he's attached to the character i think it's really cool but uh who do we have up next in on a cast list um so we already went over eva so uh up next is keegan michael key as gene and he is known for keanu let's be cops key and peel and Hotel Transylvania 3 and 4. Was he in Let's Be Cops? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. I don't remember him in that either. Because it, yeah, it, it's Jake Johnson and... Um, the One of the wine Isn't one of the wine's brother? I don't... Mm, one of the younger... Maybe, yes. Ones. Yes, that's possible. Well, the, it was he was also a new girl, the the one who's in Let's Be Cops. Yeah. I can, I can picture his Coach. face, but I don't yeah. know... I don't know who it is. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I didn't even know he was in Hotel Transylvania either. Yeah. Not that I've, se- honest, I haven't seen them. So I'm really not a big fan of Keegan Michael Key. Really, not th- a huge fan. I thought he did a decent job in this, though. I mean, his role was kind of limited, but yeah. I thought he did a good job. I think when we first see him, he was trying to be very, very funny, without kind of, you know, yes, actually being funny. He, I would say, he improved. I think every scene he he did improv on. So, I guess they, it was reliant on him and how funny he was or not. Right. Funny. I think there was. was. I think there was. There was just one scene with him, which um, I guess we'll just save for later. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one scene with him that I thought was actually funny when it was supposed to be. Yeah. And then finally, who's up? Up last. Gianna. The cast. Yes. Yeah. Joe Lo, is it Truglio? Joe I, I want to say it's Truglio. Truglio. Or Trulio. Is the G silent? Maybe. I, guess, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> guess we'll never know. As Ron. 
known for Brooklyn Nine Nine, Super Bad, Reno Nine One One, and one episode of New Girl, and role models with Paul Rudd. Yeah, I didn't know he was in New Girl. I guess I never noticed. Well, that would make sense. Maybe it was late in the series and Probably. I never didn't see it. Well, when we first met him in in this movie and when it all on the phone call, I'm trying to put a face to the voice, and at first I'm like, why does it sound like RDJ? I'm like, why does it sound like Robert Downey Jr.? And then I'm like, who is it? I know that voice. I know that voice. Shows up, and I go, it's fucking Charles from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I was like, I knew it was somebody that I knew, Mm -hmm. you know, that I watched the show with them before. But I couldn't put Put it together. uh, Yeah, I couldn't put it together. That's so funny. Uh, I really love him in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Another show I never finished. You never finished it? No. It Um, had a very kind of, I don't want to say sad... it wasn't the best ending. Okay. It was a little bittersweet, yes. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it was just... It was kind of long overdue. Okay. How many seasons did it have? I think it had a line. It had a lot. I only I, saw... Like, I don't a know, maybe 10? Nine or 10. It was such a fun show, but I just... It I really was, but it kind of lost its... It kind of lost its pizzazz after a while. Yeah. It kind of was like a... Um, what do you want to call it? Like a The Office kind of mixed with, um, what the hell was that show called? Parks and, Parks and Rec? Rec. Yes, exactly. Sorry, eight seasons. Still, that's a lot, though. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I was really interested in the show for the first few seasons, and I kind of fizzled out, and I started just watching other shows. Yeah, um, it was so. it was just kind of, it, it just got to a point where it was just, eh, after yeah. a while, I would just watch it to watch it. That's fair. Um, but... So we mentioned the cast. We only mentioned four people, but um, did we like the cast? And did we think that anyone else could possibly play one of those cast members? I think maybe Keegan Michael Key could have been played by somebody else. Um, not one hundred percent sure who it would have been played by, but mm-hmm. I think maybe we could have gotten like a funnier uh, actor. Funnier, right? Yeah, I th- possibly. Me personally, I feel like they used him because he's a big name. Yeah, but even even most of the stuff, to it. even most of the stuff he's in, I just don't find it funny. Like his, I think his comedy style is is what um, you're just not a big fan of. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And and it's that that's it. It's just like I, I just don't think he's funny. I really that's don't. Fair. I mean, yeah, that's okay to think that. Um, I think he's. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of him. But I like the skits that he used to make years ago. Well, yeah, so. the Keen the Keen the, the Peel stuff. stuff was was super funny because it was it was very out of the box and it was very yeah. different for the time. Exactly. But him by himself, I don't think he is a very funny actor or comedian. Yeah. Mm. What about okay. the scene? Because there's a couple, there's a scene right where he's not being funny. There's like no comedy. And I'd say that's at the one of the addict meetings and then mm-hmm. maybe more toward the end he's just kind of like being the sponsor that he's supposed to be without uh, the like the the scene at the end where uh eddie goes and wakes him up at two in the morning yeah and yeah. they start going in a screaming match like they're like face to face and they start screaming at each other i think that yeah, was and there's actually like, it's like devoid of time. any he's not trying i don't think he's trying to be funny there right no. he's just like it's like you just you can't be here right now you yeah, like, yeah. It's two in the morning. I have a wife and kid. Like you, you can't be here. So um, that scene, I think he did a good job, man. Because like it's it's awkward because they're just yelling at each other, and like I said, right. they're right in front of each other's faces. There are there are times with him that you know he is a very good actor, but then there are other times where he tries to make a lot of things funny when it doesn't really necessarily need to be right, and it okay. just kind of draws you out of it. And I think that's just my uh, opinion for for this. This movie. Okay. Have you seen uh, Friends from College? No. Netflix. No, I haven't. I think seen it's that Netflix. Um, he's in that. That's like his show. Okay. And it's Kobe Smolders. You know. Kobe yeah, Smulders. from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she's in that. I mean, it's comedy, so you might not like it. Oh. But. Yeah. If you'd want to give him another chance, I don't know. I will possibly look into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a no. But what do you think? Was there anybody that you feel like could have been recasted? I. Don't I think this cast was so? I think they were very meticulous with who they chose, and I think I mean the main character Eddie was 
written for Jake Johnson. Like there's yeah. no that's irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought the I thought Joe did a great job as Ron. Um I loved them together. And I guess I think so when I was thinking about um Eva, I wasn't crazy about her. Like she's probably the only one I was like She's fine. Like, I don't know. She just, yeah. she was kind of, I guess, and I think about the Vanilla Sky. Right. Like, she does remind me of Penelope Cruz in that, like, cutesy, like, just. Accent. Just, yeah. You know, she's, she's like, got the accent. Yeah. She's, yeah. And there's nothing, like, there's nothing wrong with that. She's, I think she's great, she, but I just, I don't know. Like, she did her job, but it wasn't enough to make you, like, yeah. oh, like, I need to see her in this role. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you feel like you could kind of see other people kind of do that she was, like, job perfectly. Right. I don't want to say forgettable, like but like I just feel I like that, I just feel like her and Jake Johnson had very very good chemistry. Yeah, I think yeah. that's my thing. With I think those so too. Two. I think they had great chemistry together. I would agree. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the cast. Um, now we can jump to the director and his experience. Yeah. Well. Uh, we kind of went over that, Gianna. Yeah. Gianna said uh, a little bit about our director here, Joe Swanberg. Um, he is known for Drinking Buddies, and he's got 33 director credits and 55 acting credits. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so he's... Uh, you see directors do cameos here and there, but not a lot. He had some you know. roles. Yeah, so I mean... It's pretty impressive. I think the only one I can really think of is, like, Mel Gibson, you know. He's known for yeah. Braveheart. He's known for a bunch of other stuff. And and he directed Hacksaw Ridge, which was a fantastic, fantastic movie. Please go check out that episode. Seriously. That is such a fun movie. That's, like, oh, actually, like, I, I sh- that's a wrong okay. word to say. Yeah, it's not it's a fun not, movie. It's a fucked up movie. But it's, but a, it's a very interesting It's movie. such a great experience watching oh, that yeah. movie. It's It was amazing. It's on Hulu. That's with Andrew Garfield, right? Yes. Yeah. That's great. the only reason I wanted to watch it because yeah. of him. that video out of nowhere hit like seven hundred views. I know it was crazy. That one, like one night, like three months later, we're looking. Three at months view after count. we posted it, yeah, the view count just skyrocketed for some reason. It was so yeah, strange. and and we're getting comments on like the reels from like three months ago, and we're like, dude, we're texting each other. We're like, what the fuck are these I people know. commenting on? It's the algorithm. I know Seriously. it's so strange. The algorithm I don't understand is it. fucking weird. Yeah. And the thing is, okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. It's so weird because every movie that we have done has ended up on Netflix within the next month or so. Yeah, it's so strange. Like, um, we did Jack and Jill. That got real popular. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. That was... We we released yeah. Bullet Train. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, not we. I haven't seen Vanilla Sky on there yet. Yeah, I know. Um, but, but who knows? Because they have all of fucking Tom Cruise's shit on there. That's yeah, true. I know. That, that's definitely possible. Uh, Jack and Jill was one that really helped us... Uh, Blow. I don't want to say blow up, but it helped us. It helped grow. us grow. That's not wrong with Adam Sandler, where he's like, he he is his twin his sister. sister. Oh, yes, okay. it's very yeah. bad. It is that, that movie. Yeah. It's awful. very bad. Yeah, but Ooh, we want- we just have a very good time just shitting on the movie. Yeah, you guys have to re- you have to see Aloha. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, That's a movie you have to review. Okay. Adam Sandler. No, or- um, who's in? It's a all star cast: Bradley Cooper, Rachel McAdams, John Krasinski, okay. him. Emma Stone. Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Alec Baldwin. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's, that's Baldwin. And I won't say anything else. <laughs> I, won't, I, won't, I won't say anything else aside from. All right. Well, yeah. that's all I'll say. Maybe we'll see that episode come out soon. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, that was Joe Swanberg. I think he did a good job in this film. Um, I just felt like it wasn't enough to make me uh, feel he, like this movie was memorable. Did he play anybody in this film? No. Okay. Just Maybe he it. had like an uncredited role that was like at the bar or something. Right. Who knows? I did. I didn't notice him at all. Um, but like, he did a a good job. I just felt like there was so much more that I that I wanted to see personally. Like I know you right. said you love it how it is, um, but there were just certain things that I needed to see more for me to really like enjoy the movie. Right. But that's it for me in terms of my thoughts on him. Yeah. No, I I can I can totally agree with that. Um. But with that, I think we should jump into some of our other topics, uh, which are visual effects. Um, I see you have written here the lower thirds. Yeah, and and that's really I, I completely agree with that because I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, I really did. It was pretty much just the text that was on the screen whenever the money uh, they they were showing us how much money he lost, and I felt like it was very stylistic to how this movie was. Right. 
it really fit it it fit it really well and like uh, you know yeah. you see he's up five hundred dollars and then he's up like twenty one twenty one hundred dollars or yeah. whatever it was and they go drinking and, and then, then <laughs> down two hundred dollars or three hundred bucks yeah and then he's down twenty one thousand yeah uh, and I thought it was very very good and and it fit well yeah it did um so speaking of the the style of this film um to help us kind of understand why it was like that um they shot it on actual film. So it was when I really, saw that, I was very shocked. Yeah, so was I. Despite the small budget of this film, they shot on film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's super expensive to shoot on film because every single take, it has to be perfect. Right. Yeah. And if you're not, you're just blowing money. Where when things are shot digitally, like Marvel <clears throat> or Star Wars or any other kind of new movie, right? It it's so much easier and cheaper. It's just one, Because two, it's going three. Right, to, right to an SD card. Yeah. Or uh, what the hell are those fat SD cards called that we that you had to just buy what? for class? What? No, that wasn't one of those huge SD cards. I bought a normal SD card. Oh. But I know what you're talking... I think it's... Um, I can't think of it now, but... Oh, my God. I know what you're talking about. It goes in the PMW. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I know what you're talking about, but... It's pretty much a thing that the SD card goes it's into. It's, like, huge. It's, like, this big. Yeah, I, but it doesn't really matter, but that's kind of what that's, they yeah, shoot that's, on. That's huge, stuff like guys, that. everybody. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess we can jump to some cinematography now that we kind of understand why the movie was shot the way it was. Yeah. So that kind of gave it this old-timey feel, like this early 2000s kind of feel. Right. And it, it fit well, though, because it made me think that the movie was o- as old as it actually was... Por- as old as it was actually portraying. So, I thought that was good. I think if... I I don't know. Something about it just didn't sit right with me, okay. I think. I think because they were trying to make it old, but it just seemed very modern, too. It seemed too modern at was the it, same time. Was it because of some of the shots? I feel like they were kind of basic for the most part. Like, th- it wasn't like a Vince Gilligan kind of, like, right. super fancy, like, Pulling out shots. I feel like they were kind of... I say, though, Breaking Bad has fucking some great cinematography. Maybe we have to review uh, El Camino I, I'm day. thinking that. That would be kind of fun. I'm thinking. But that's, that's a conversation for another day. Yes. So. It's so funny. I didn't... When I watched this movie, I wasn't thinking that it was older. Like, it was supposed to be in an older time. I just figured it was shot when it was shot, and that's the same time, right? It was 2017, mm-hmm. 2016, whenever it was made. Um, and then... Because I know you guys before mentioned... Oh, the fact that Eddie had a flip phone. Yeah. And, like, I'm thinking, how old is he? He's probably, like, in his 30s, late 30s. So maybe he just, like, you know, the iPhone. Like, he just struck me as somebody who wouldn't even grab an iPhone because he's like, ah, that's, like, that's so new. I'm past. I'm just, like, I'm with my, like, old phone. Like, I'm just, like, not stuck in this time, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, I don't even care to have an iPhone at this point. Or maybe different perspective. Maybe he was just too broke to afford it. But because even homeless people have Yeah, some homeless That's people true. are like, <laughs> yeah. they're on TikTok surfing. surfing yeah, I see people that are in prison on TikTok. Like, people in what jail. What TikTok like in are you TikTok on? Or? I've seen <laughs> it. I've seen it. People in jail cells, like, showing us how to cook, like, meals <laughs> in prison or, like, doing dances in prison. Like, how does that even, how does that work? Well, John, you know they're not but, supposed to have the phone, well, right? I understand that. But, like, it, it's crazy. <laughs> how I've never get it in there? Who knows? Their, but, pr- um, their prison wallet. Oof. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but uh, what else do we have here for cinematography? I feel like there's not really too much. There really isn't. I mean, it's nothing crazy. But the thing was is, like you were saying, you didn't see it as an, like as old. But the way some of the shots were, they had, a, they had very grainy texture yeah, on it. Yeah. And I honestly couldn't tell... The one scene when he first meets Michael, it was very, very grainy, like extremely grainy. And I was when like, he breaks into his apartment. When Mike, yeah, when Michael yeah. is sitting at the table when like you literally first meet him, it was very, very grainy. And I was like, maybe I was like, what kind of feel is this supposed to get? Like, is it trying yeah. to give? I'm thinking maybe it's because of the lighting because he came in and it was dark, and then he goes to the right. kitchen and Michael's in like this really like lit room. Right. So maybe it was that that kind of threw it off. It's Who knows? possible. Yeah. Maybe the, the other maybe. scene too that was pretty grainy was probably the horse racing. Yeah. Yes, I did. I did that. like the horse racing scene. I thought it was very cool. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. I think so. Um, while we're on that horse racing thing, I kind of want to talk about his gambling. I kind of wish we saw other types of gambling besides the horse racing and the cards. 
Yeah, like maybe, maybe like, like slots a sports or betting. Like a, or, yes, I think that. I think the good. one the one scene he's in he's betting in Chinatown and he's just like in the back in the yeah. kitchen with the oh with yeah the throwing the cards. He, yeah. That was That's a when really, was, really great scene, actually. Yeah. Now, thank you for mentioning that. That scene was actually really fun because it, it was, was a whole almost montage like a of montage. him winning. Yeah. And I'm really a big fan of montages in movies. We brought this goes. up plenty of times before. <laughs> um, but, like, just seeing stuff like that where it's really fast, do, going to different things. And yeah. I really enjoy that, actually. So thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. Um, I think that part, especially of the scene where he's throwing the cards with the guys, that was I thought my that favorite was very part cool. of the montage. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. That was really fun, actually. So... I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's I think that's what really it in terms of cinematography. Um, yeah, if we can much. take a moment to talk about the merch for a yeah. second, um, if you guys want, we have new merch dropped at the shop for the last couple months or so. Um, you can go to oneshotmoviepodcast.com. And do we have a certain promo code for them? The only thing I can really think of is promo code WIN. You win when you buy the shirt. Yeah. And also, uh, he won it all at the end of this movie. He did. So, so. uh Get your get your merch using promo code WIN for fifteen percent off all uh, merch and yeah, just win by getting some merch. Yeah, it's like very that. comfy. <laughs> yes, it is. I have it. I have mine on right now. Um, Dude, you wear that like once or twice a week. I do. Yeah, I I understand why it's really comfy. Yeah, but that's true. It's the middle of February and it's like. 50 degrees out. It's so. so strange. So I've been wearing T-shirts. Yeah. It's very odd. But um, I didn't have any notes written down for music, but thinking about it after the fact, I there's feel There's a like lot of good music there's in a, it. Yeah, there's a lot of good music, and I felt like it was almost integral to the story. Definitely. Um, whereas other movies we reviewed in the past, um, it was kind of just there. You didn't really notice it, but I felt like in this film, it helped a lot. Yeah. There was, oh. I think there was one song, I can't even remember, but there was one song after the the gambling at the racetrack where he lost. Big money, big yeah. money. Yeah, and it was just, I forget what song it was, but it just like, it literally fit so perfectly and it was great. Um, but I don't, I can't even remember. Yeah. I no, I really loved how the music was. Um, I just felt like compared to other movies that we've done in the past, it was more than an aid. It kind of helped it yeah. um, tell the story in the way that director Joe Swans, uh, Swanberg wanted it to. Joe Swanson. Uh, hey, Peter. <laughs> I felt like it was just a really, really g- great choice of music and how they used it for this film. So, And I love the that scene where he's gambling, where he's gambling at all mm-hmm. at the end. Um, I don't know. I want to say, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's like a jazzy feel, but I feel like maybe that's what it is, and there's mm-hmm. like the drums, and there's there's no like words in this in that part in that song or whatever. But it's yeah. just like matches the beat of of him, like the the pace of his gambling and how just I think we're so like agitated at the end, like at the end of our edge of our seats, like what's gonna happen, and it's it matches that so well. So I thought they did a great job there too. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, with that same scene at the end, uh, the music kind of just fit the vibe. It did. Um, like, he's gambling in this really high-class um, place. Yeah. And I feel like the music kind of just fit that. It seemed like it was really high-class. Like, he was in a casino, even though he wasn't. He was in the back of a... It seemed like a retail, like, appliance store. Right. I mm-hmm. think. So, it kind of just fit that, like, high-stakes game rather than him at this, like, shitty casino that he used spent all his money at. So the music was differed from the beginning of the film where he was gambling um, with uh, at Roy's place, I believe it was. Yeah. So I think it was a little different there. Um, but now if we want to jump into some acting, just our thoughts on these characters, not the characters, but the actors themselves. Um, I think they all did a very good job. Um, Jake, so- Jake Johnson did, did a fantastic job like he always does in most of his movies. Um, the woman that plays Eva... Um, Allison Derbez. I think so. Um, it's either Island or Iceland. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know. I want to say it's maybe Ashlyn. Maybe, yeah. I think it's Ashlyn because I, I worked with an Ashlyn years ago and she spelled the name somewhat similar to that. So maybe it's that. But Yeah. Um, I think she did a great job. Hit Her and Jake Johnson just clicked and I thought that was great. Um, Keegan Michael Key was all right. <laughs> Sorry. My nose is getting stuffy. My 
freaking allergies. Well, it's like, hot as hell in well, here. Yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't help. Um, but, uh, Keegan-Michael Key was all right. You know, he had his moments. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Joe Lo Truglio. Truglio? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think he... <laughs> whatever. I think, uh, you know, he he did a very well... Uh, well, he was good. All right, yeah. well I can't job. talk. Yeah, yeah thanks. <laughs> My nose is bothering me, so I can't think. Yeah. Um. So, what do you think, Jenna? I I agree. I think everybody did well. I thought the chemistry between Jake and Ashlyn, Iceland, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, was great. Um, and something like side note that I loved was that all the gamblers in the movie were gamblers. Like those weren't actors. So. Those were hired gamblers, just like, look, just gamble, yeah. just play your gambling, and and we'll act around it, kind of. So I thought that was really cool. Like, yeah. it just shows, like, so much improv in this movie. There's so much, like, let's just let's just see what happens. Yeah, that's that crazy that, that a lot of this movie was improv. I would have never guessed that, honestly. Like, that was such a surprise to me finding that out. But I, it worked. It was, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I think everybody did a really great job. Um... My only like pet peeve was with Ashlyn or Aislinn, whatever we think, the woman who played Eva. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like her performance wasn't necessarily forgettable, but I felt like it could be a, it could have been replicated by somebody else. Even. Probably, yeah. So, but maybe that was just her character in general because right. they didn't spend much time really building on her character. It. Yeah, yeah. So. It was almost like if they, but maybe um, and to that I'm thinking like maybe that was just the point, right? Mm-hmm. Because like it just wasn't about her, and. If this character took too much of the screen, right, took too much, like, I don't know, of her story, then it would just take away from the main point, so. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, But we had a little thing here in scripts slash improv that I want to mention really quick before we move on. Um, But like you said earlier, a lot of these characters and actors improved everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And the director... He left it open to interpretation so they could improv every single scene. He even, Jake Johnson even said the dialogue was always open. Every story beat, we knew where we wanted to go. We had a treatment for everything, but everyone has a different style. Um, Keegan Michael Key, he liked to see the treatment. So we would show him the scene before shooting, and then they would go over the lines, and Keegan would start adding stuff or taking stuff up, stuff away. But other characters would go over the beats and they would say, hey, let's change this because it would make it more fun. Right. Stuff like that. So that was what Jake Johnson essentially said. Yeah, that's so interesting to yeah. to know that. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. And that makes me, like, think back to the way the, like, that how it was shot in film, right? Right. So it's like, okay, maybe, and if you feel like things are missing, like in scenes, I don't know, but, you know, how many times can you shoot a scene in film, right? Exactly. So it's like, was it, I don't want to say that it was, okay, like, this is what we got. With what we got, we can't do anything else because we just don't have the means to do it anymore. Right. So I yeah. think, I think you know, Joe Swan uh, Swanberg was probably like, all right, you know, I have this script, but since we're shooting on film, you know, add what you want. If we have to cut it, we can cut it. Yeah. You know, but at least we have, you know, what we have. So I think that's, that. like you were saying, I think that's the reason why, uh, it was probably like that, why he gave them, you know, the green light to improv and do all that. Nice. Um, but right now we're going to jump into movie ratings on websites. Uh, would you like to read that, Gianna? Sure. So IMDb gave it a 6.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 85%. And then the audience was 55%. And Metacritic, 77%. Yeah. I think I th- that makes sense for, like, I what th- we've been... Yeah. I think I agree with the Metacritic score. Maybe a little lower. But, like, I'm going to give it, like, an average. Yeah. Like, n- not giving it, like, a five, which is technically, like, for us, a failing grade. Yeah. Um, I'll, give it, I'll give it, like, a C, an average. Mm-hmm. You know? For me, I don't know. I just... I feel like Rotten is way too high. Yeah. And even yeah. Metacritic is too high for me. I feel like this movie left me wanting a lot more. I, can't, I know I keep mentioning it, but it's... It's so true. I feel like there was more I needed to see. And I can't give it a high rating without a good ending. And this movie did not have a good ending, in my opinion. So I'm more, not towards uh, IMDb, but almost, honestly. Um, I just feel like 77 is way too high for me. Well, that's why I said a little lower. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it, I'm probably going to give it an average score when we get to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I'm going to give it a, I'm going with the Rotten Tomato 85%. Damn, you're swinging for the fences. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's so subjective. That's her Vanilla Sky. <laughs> it is so. her Vanilla Sky. Yeah, but uh, we don't have much on opening weekend and overall earnings because this was a Netflix original. Yeah. So there's literally no information on it. I could not find anything. I spent like almost 45 minutes trying to find something. Not even a budget? And there was no budget, but they kept saying in interviews that the budget was really small. That's why I kept saying it was a small budget because ah. there isn't a, an exact number. Right. But Joe Swanberg said that he's made movies off of $5,000, and he said that obviously they didn't, they didn't have $5,000 for this film. Right. But he said that it, he made this movie on a small budget, and Jake Johnson said it as well in an interview that I read last night. Right. So um, this movie just didn't have a big budget, and you can kind of tell by the cast and how many shots uh, certain and how much time, like screen time, certain people had. And then the runtime of this film's again, only an hour and a half. So right. I think if they had a bigger budget, maybe they could have like dove a little bit deeper into certain aspects of the film. So, Yeah. Um, Netflix is very secretive about everything that they yeah, put out. I think so. Like, Statistics wise, mm-hmm. they're always secretive about everything. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, do we want to jump into our favorites? Yeah. Okay. So we'll let you go first since you're the guest. Uh, do you have a favorite scene and/or a favorite quote? I would say, well, I think my two favorite scenes are the one where um, Eddie is telling Gene about his idea. He's like, oh, I'm just going to gamble a little bit of it and I'm going to stop at 500. And then he's like, no, you're a loser. Uh, he's just like, you're a prime, I don't know, prime rib loser or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was really, I was like, I thought that was funny. Yeah. I, I thought I it agree. was okay. Yeah. I didn't think it was hilarious, but there, I thought it was okay. I right. didn't think it was like, I thought, I felt like he just went a little too far with mm-hmm. it. Right. Not like too far in like a mean way, but like, yeah. He, he dragged it out, I think, he a made little it too unfunny. long. Yeah. Mm. He dragged okay. it out a little too long, there which made me line. lose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, that's one of my favorite scenes. My second favorite scene, I think, is when, um, what's his name, Ron and Eddie are kind of bitching at each other towards the end of the film when he's asking for that money. Oh, my God, yeah. Because it's a callback to in the beginning of the film where they have the handshake agreement, six months, I'll pay yeah. you the rest of the money. And I feel like that was kind of just a nice way to start and end their relate not not end their relationship, but in the film. Right. Yeah. End that part of the, the movie. So I, I enjoyed those scenes a lot. So you guys are all probably going to be pissed at me. So my f- one of my favorite scenes is actually probably... When Eddie tells Gene that he lost all the money and Gene's just like laughing hysterically. And then he's just like, all right, so if you're really serious about this, he's like, say, my name is Eddie and I'm I'm an idiot. Oh, idiot. Yeah, Yeah. sorry. I'm an idiot. And I just thought thought that was actually very funny from him because he's just, he's actually cracking up finding out that he lost all this money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because that, that it, it's good. because it's something that everybody can kind of see themselves doing. It's like yeah. you advise this person not to do something, they do it. Something bad happens, and it's like, well, you kind of get what you deserve. Yeah, that's well, fair. The other scene that I really liked was um, the last one where he wins the money. Right, he wins all the money back, and he doesn't even want to cash out. And the guy's like, yes. his friends like cash him out, cash him out, and he's like that having guy. a panic attack or whatever. And um, that just to me, I'm like, okay, well, like that is a, another telltale sign of addiction, right? But mm-hmm. it's also like did, and I feel like we're we're seeing him change so much throughout the movie. Like in that second act, he really does change. He he gets his act together. He gets the job. He's yeah. like dating the girl. Um, but then it's like, okay, did he really change, or is it just that? Because he's gonna throw it all away. He's so close again. Yeah. Right. So it's like, did he really change, or is that just like another? Like, again, telltale sign of addiction where it's, like, always, like, in the back of your mind. Like, I could still choose this. Yeah. Right. Right? It's like, yeah, like, he even says, give me one more hand. Give me two yeah, more yeah. hands. Even though he was up fi- up by $50,000 more Jesus. than what he owed, well, right. owed Mike, right. uh, he still wanted more. He wanted to risk it because of that, that high that it gives him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know? So, uh, I, that was a really good scene as well. Um, and then he 
ends up having the heart attack. And I think that was such a Jake Johnson scene. Yeah, yeah. Because he overplays it, and I feel like it, it's it's such a just a Jake Johnson scene. I I just I loved how he how he performed in that scene. Yeah, it was really good. And I loved the the guy in that scene with him, Nikki. And I. I don't even know who he is, like, actor-wise. Yeah. I don't know him in anything else. And I don't know if he could... I mean, he could probably be replaced, right? But I just thought he did. He'd I just thought he was funny. I liked the character, yeah. that right. he was just there, like, the bag man. And yeah. it was funny. That, okay. was, that was really good. I enjoyed that as well. Um, I don't have a favorite quote. Neither do I, to be there honest. There wasn't really anything that kind of stuck out to me. Yeah. I think maybe, if anything, it's just the, the fight between him and his brother. Mm-hmm. Where his brother goes, no, I'm not giving you the money. Mm-hmm. I think that might have been the only thing that really kind of stuck out to me. Or like the scene that I said with, with him and Gene. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Maybe the closest thing is for, yeah. for me is uh, I'm Eddie and I'm an idiot. Yeah. And then that whole And then spiel. he just keeps going. Yeah. Uh, I think that was really good. But what about you? What do you think? Do you have a favorite line? Yeah, I think the movie, like, it wasn't very quote-worthy, but... Um, yeah, right. I would agree. There was... I do like the scene where he's with um, Eva and they're talking and he's like, he says something along the lines of, don't you think things are meant to be? It's like, oh, or, yeah, that oh, was yeah. really nice. Yeah, that it was, was like really a sweeter nice. point in the film. Where he's like, this was meant to be like the fact that you were at this shitty bar. Like you came here and and he's just like at that point, he's like convinced that like. Right. They're meant is, to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, did he say that he didn't believe he in didn't coincidences? He didn't believe in right. Yeah. Yes. And there was always a reason for everything. Yeah. And, and I thought, he was, I thought mm-hmm. that was really nice. And he too. kept going. He kept going and saying, oh, why this night you go yeah. out? And, you know, you never go out, but you choose yeah. to go to this shitty bar. And, yeah. you know, he he just keeps going. And it, yes, that that is, I almost forgot about that. That is yeah. a very, very good quote. Yeah. That was that was like I think that was the peak of the romance. Yeah. In this film because it was it's not, a, it's not super romancy, but right. at the same time it is a little bit. It's a very good monologue get, almost. It's just like yeah. enough for him to change. Right, I think that yeah. was like for him to because how many times I I mean I think I can be that way too where I'm like if this I just feel like things are lining up this is meant to be and then I'll hang on to that mm-hmm. and that's like the driving force of like if I'm gonna do something or not or I don't know just. It's like a marker, right? So I think yeah. that, right. saying like that's like the pinnacle of their romance in this movie. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I completely, I, I get that. Yeah. All right. Well, it is time to give our final ratings. Yeah. Gianna. So we do these on three different scales, acting, plot, and overall. So out of 10, uh, give us your ratings. What do you got? Okay. Acting. So we're doing it out of 10, you said? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go 7 out of 10. Okay. What was the next one? Uh, plot. Plot. I'm going to go a 9 out of 10. I love the Sir plot. Vanilla Sky. It is. And then I was also going to go 9 out of 10 for overall. Damn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to totally like shit on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, nah, I'm not going to totally shit on it. Um, I believe it, in this It movie. was an okay movie. It yeah. was average. But I don't want to totally kill it because the acting was actually pretty good. Acting, I'm going to give it a seven. The plot, I'm going to give it a seven. But overall, with the certain holes and things that I needed, I I have to give it a six overall. But it's not that I wouldn't, not that I wouldn't watch it again. I actually would because I did enjoy certain aspects of it. It's just I needed more, and it didn't it didn't give it to me. I I completely agree with you. Seven, seven, six. Yeah, especially because the old timey feel, and it just kind of, it kind of made me lose interest. See that I enjoyed though. That didn't, that didn't phase me at all. It, it bothered me for some reason. I don't know what it was, but, like, maybe because I knew it came out in 2017 and, like, it was trying to give, like, an old kind of old-timey. Really yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't bother me for some reason. So. But I think I, I think it, it does require a rewatch because funny thing is, is when I was editing the Vanilla Sky episode, I was listening to us, and then I was like, you know, Jay's right. Like, it's not the, you know... Jay's not saying it's the greatest movie in the world, but it does have its moments. And yeah, so does this movie. And I, yeah. I agree. It just, there's certain things that I needed more of. But the stuff that was there had so much potential. And and so. and over the over the winter break, <laughs> Jay and Jay and I like ganged up on Justin and we were just like, dude, that's not like we're like we're we're trying to get him to at least rewatch the movie to realize. Yeah, because he didn't you know, even rewatch it to 
Yeah, uh, he didn't even rewatch it to review it. He just he said he no, but yeah. but like that's the thing. I think it re- it does require a rewatch because because now if you rewatch it, you understand that it's a dream, but mm-hmm. you you get to kind of indulge in this you know kind of cool story of it. I guess you can say cool love story of yeah. it, and it's it's very interesting. Yeah. So I do agree with Jason and um, your perspective has changed. Yes, it has. I yeah. think too. It's like. Because I remember him even saying to me when when that movie came out, like it's also like the experience of seeing the movie yeah. the first time. Right. Right? He, he so. mentioned it to us. He yeah. said he yeah. was our age, 20, 22 years old, going yeah. to the theater for the first time and seeing it and being so immersed in it where us were 20 years old, same age, but we're seeing it pirating it online. Right. Yeah, right. we're it's seeing so it different. We're seeing it differently. Yeah. Right. So. But that's it. That wraps it up. That, that it. That's it for this episode. Yeah, thank you so much for being on. Thank, thank you, you so much for having me. Of course. Your perspective on this film. It was like great it. to have an outside uh, opinion because yeah. I wasn't totally going to shit on this film. I did like it. It just, I didn't fall in love with it like yeah. other films I don't that we've think, done. I will have to say, my last thing I'll say is I don't know if, if Jake Johnson wasn't in it. I don't know if I would have. Oh, I wouldn't have. I yeah. wouldn't have liked it. I probably wouldn't have like, liked. I don't know if I would have liked it, yeah. honestly. I know right. you said that you really love him and yeah. I, I do too. I'm such a big fan of his. And if he was if he wasn't in this, and say it was some somebody else, maybe it was maybe it was still a big name. I wouldn't right. have liked it as much because of right. I love how his style of acting and comedy is. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I do I do like Jake Johnson's style of comedy and and acting too. So he it's, he brought my score up. Yeah, because of how much I love him. So yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Of You're course, very welcome. It's great to have you. Yes, it was. You got to share it with everybody. Just I will. Like, just like, just <laughs> like Jay say, and Justin did. Yeah, and I'll be like, I know these guys are wrong, but you gotta watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, that's it. That's a wrap.